Welcome back. You are here for episode two of Counseling Tips for Pastors and Ministry Leaders. Again, I'm Jess Hayes, and I am a licensed counselor in South Carolina with the nonprofit I Hope Christian Care and Counseling, who is hosting this podcast. And we are glad that you are here. And we're going to dive in today to tackle um, an incredibly big topic in just a few minutes. But we're going to take a look together at communication. Now, I trust, um, especially if you are a pastor or preacher of some kind, you have some skills from the Lord in understanding scripture, teaching about it, you know, helping people to know and understand the Bible and what it says and how it applies to our life. That's not really the type of communication we're talking about today. We're talking about more of the interpersonal communication, which I don't care what sort of ministry you have, whether it's to your next door neighbor or to a congregation of 5,000 people or you're a chaplain in hospice. I mean, all of us represent Christ in part by how we treat other people. And I mean, I say in part, but the Bible is pretty clear that people will know we are his disciples by our love. And one of the ways that we communicate love is with our interpersonal communication. And so we are just going to hit on three basics today, not to, um, not to dumb down or try to water down all of the different components of interpersonal communication, but to help you focus in on where to get the biggest bang for your buck. And I am basing this largely from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which of course the whole chapter is about love, but particularly that starting verse, if I speak in the tongues of men or angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. You might feel love and compassion and care for the people you're ministering to, but if you can't communicate that, then there's a big gap. And it's not a gap that you want. I know that. That's why you're listening, taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to this episode. And when we think about good communication, communication that can truly share and show love to the other person, it's going to focus on our words, our tone, and our body language. And I'll point out here, um, there will be a link in the show notes or description or whatever you want to call it for this episode. If you want to grab a very simple freebie that we've developed, a PDF, you can just print it off and stick it in your um, in your Bible, in your prayer journal, stick it up in front of your computer. If you'd like kind of that reminder of some of what we talk about today, grab that freebie. Um, so that can be a helpful resource for you. But let's take just a few minutes and break down how your words impact communicating with people your tone, and your body language. Now, words is probably the most obvious part of it because um, that's what we think about. (laughs) When we think about communication, we think, well, what am I saying? And obviously, that is very, very important. And the Bible is full of exhortations around how we choose our words. 
We don't want any unwholesome talk coming out of our mouths. We want to be honest and kind. We want to choose our words intentionally. We also want to be people who choose our words and then follow through on them. Okay, because it does not communicate love to someone. It does not encourage them or help them to make a promise and then fail to follow through. Um, If we think about Matthew 5, you know, let your yes be yes. So choose your words considering what is ahead and not just what's in front of you at this exact moment. And then the last piece I would highlight when we think about the actual words that we are choosing to say is to consider also um, the, well, I'll just link it right into number two, which is the tone, right? Because I think we all know you can say the same thing, the same words, but you can say them with a different tone of voice or a different inflection and communicate something totally different. I think about Proverbs chapter 15, verse one, which speaks about um, how a harsh word impacts versus a gentle answer. And presumably in that situation, you're being faced with the same thing. It's probably frustrating, whatever it is, if you're tempted to react with harshness. It's the response though. Is it harsh or is it gentle that is going to have a big impact on what you get back from the other person and how they feel in that interaction? So when you think about the words you're choosing, be intentional. But also, a huge part of communication is the tone. You want to speak at a level that doesn't sound aggressive, but also probably doesn't sound really passive and and scared and unsure of yourself. You want to speak clearly. Um, You want to speak without harshness and without sarcasm. And so if you're noticing that maybe there's some gaps in how you're communicating with the people you're trying to minister to, you might want to get some feedback on how your tone of voice is sounding. Especially if you're struggling with an emotion, you're feeling frustrated or you're feeling stressed out, you're feeling anxious, that's probably influencing the tone of what you're communicating. And then the third piece that I mentioned is body language. And there are plenty of studies out there. They'll give you all sorts of statistics. Let's just summarize and say your nonverbals, your body language is wildly important in how you are communicating. And um, a big thing people will recommend in the counseling world is called SOLER, S-O-L-E-R. Aim to smile, to be open, to lean forward, lean toward the person instead of leaning away from them, make eye contact, and keep your body relaxed. We all know, and if you're watching the video, you'll see this, we all know there's a difference. Ding, ding, sorry about my alarm there. Uh, We all know there's a difference between someone who's got their arms crossed and someone whose arms are at their side. Or someone who's, you know, kind of curled up on themselves, they got their hand on their face, versus their hands are on the arms of their chair. Now, yes, you might be cold or something like that. We all know there's reasons we do these things, but your body language is going a big way toward communicating love toward the person you're ministering to. And this is another one where you might not even notice in the moment because maybe because you're cold or you're reacting from an emotion or you've had a really exhausting day. And so you just kind of want to curl up on yourself or 
It's hard to make eye contact with this person because it's a really awkward conversation. There's all sorts of things that can get in the way of showing someone that we love them, showing them the love of Christ, having that good interpersonal communication. Maybe our words are perfect, but if our tone or our body language is communicating something different, that is probably what they're actually going to walk away with. That's what they're likely to remember. So just a few um, words of encouragement there, breaking down and thinking about how are you communicating with the people in your church, the people you are ministering to, your word choice, your tone, and your body language. You can communicate love so much more effectively and successfully if you're mindful of these things, you're praying about them, you're working on them, you're getting feedback on them. It's going to go a long way in your ministry. So again, grab that freebie if you want to get that little PDF to kind of remind yourself of these things, pray through them, work through them. There's a few scriptures on there that might be helpful. And if you haven't done it yet, make sure to subscribe to the show. We would love your feedback, particularly in a five-star review right here on the app. Um, And we would love for you to copy the link and share this podcast with a friend who is in ministry. That's how things grow. Um, And I'll just close with a reminder that this podcast is hosted by I Hope Christian Care and Counseling, which is a 501c3 nonprofit Christian counseling center in Florence, South Carolina. You can learn more about us at ihopeflorence.com. And if you are here in the state of South Carolina, we invite your donations to help us keep our clients' fees low. And I'm your host, Jessica Hayes, a licensed counselor and marriage and family therapist here in South Carolina. I have enjoyed chatting with you today and we'll be back um, soon. I don't want to make promises I can't keep. Hmm, that's an intentional word choice there. Hopefully next week, but we will be back soon with a few more counseling tips for pastors and ministry leaders, and I will talk with you then.